Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So WWE has come up with a very interesting strategy when it comes to promoting both of its major shows. Roman Reigns came out at the end of Raw and said, I've got a really good idea. Why don't you watch SmackDown? And then Roman Reigns came out at the end of SmackDown. He said, actually, I've thought about it. Why don't you watch Raw? But hey, it will definitely work for me because I'm going to tune in anyway. I tell you, I was really laughing. It was not the only thing that happened on this week's episode of SmackDown, the post-WrestleMania episode of SmackDown. So you know what we do. We take this, known as the finger of power or the fop, and if we like something, we point to the sky, and if we don't like something, we point to the ground. If you're thinking to yourself, that's a really weird format, well, you tuned in. Let's up those doubts. Rousey came out to start SmackDown and she wasn't very happy. Kayla Braxton trolled her right away because she was all like, oh, Ronda, you did what you said you were going to do and you did tap out Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. But of course, you didn't actually win the championship because the referee was knocked out. I was like, Kayla, what the flub are you doing? The point is, Ronda now wants a rematch at WrestleMania Backlash, obviously, but she also wants a stipulation shoved in there because she wants it fought under I Quit Rules. I wanted to go, Ronda, wait a minute, that doesn't help your situation at all. The referee could still get knocked out again, but hey, that's what Ronda wants, so someone better give it to her. Flair then appeared on the big screen and basically went, nope, I'm not going to do it. But Rousey was still very confident that she was going to make this work. And she even said, when this does go down, you're not going to say I squit, you're going to scream it. I just said, I squit, that'd be much better. Oh no, I'm in so much pain, I squit. The point is, what does it matter whether you say or scream it? Like someone's got me in a move and I go, oh, I quit, I quit. Or I go, I quit, I quit. Point is, I'm still gonna lose the match. I don't know what that was. What I really hope happens is that Ronda Rousey does win the championship and then Bailey returns to challenge her. But all of this was fine, was kind of just there, but we're a positive peak show up. We then had a quick recap of how the New Day lost to Rich Holland and Sheamus at WrestleMania when Xavier Woods decided it is time to change the game. He was taken on Butch here as well. And I can't lie, I know you're gonna get all mad at me. I like the persona. I don't know why. I mean, he's basically Scrappy-Doo, but I actually think Pete Dunne is portraying this quite well. Damn it, it entertained me. It was also a lovely moment beforehand when the New Day did cut a promo and Xavier Woods was like, oh, well, well done, guys. You're now part of the crew who have won at WrestleMania and I'm not part of that. 
when Kofi said, no, that's not true, because when I won my world championship in 2019, I did it for all of us. I was like, damn it, there's something in my eye. Anywho, after some fighting, which I did enjoy, Xavier was able to turn something into the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment surprise roll-up to get the one, two, three. But hot damn, he has decided to make it his own. Because this is no longer the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, because Woods has given it a name, Woods has made it his finisher, and he's actually gonna call it the Backwoods. We know the Backwoods, it's kind of funny. This does mean that Xavier has totally embraced it though, and why the hell wouldn't you? Because why do you think I say that catchphrase? Because when you sit down and watch wrestling, it is the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. However, on this day, I am getting rid of the surprise roll-up bit, I am throwing it over there, and like I say, going forward, it is going to be the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the backwards. So this has genuinely made me happy, and it is so cool to see a wrestler take something that's become a little bit of a trope and turn it into something awesome. It is getting it up. Butch also lost his mind after this and started slapping Sheamus around and he had to calm him down. And look, I get it, I totally understand. It is a bit like a child with his two dads. Once again, I like what I like. Sami Zayn was then just doing his thing. I mean, this guy. Because he was yelling at Adam Pearce given everything that had happened at WrestleMania because he wanted an anything goes match, not that everybody is welcome match. And he also just had a plate of cheese because of course, at Mania, he had been trapped in a giant mouse trap. I mean, this is so, so stupid. I love it. Zayn knew how to rectify this and build up his reputation once again, though. And he turned to the door and he said, look, Mr. Pierce, whoever walks through that thing next, I'm going to face. So, of course, who popped out of this place? It was Drew McIntyre. I mean, you could see that coming a mile off. And, of course, straight away, Sammy was like, <laughs> I meant the next guy. But he couldn't get out of this. Adam Pierce made the thing. So later on, it's going to be Sammy versus Drew. And then it get a little bit weird because somebody ran up to Adam Pierce and gave him a letter. And he said something like, tell Ronda Rousey I can't deal with this right now. We were going to do something a little bit later too. But look at my face. I didn't get it. We then did get a debut on SmackDown. And yes, everybody brace yourself because we've got new names. Now, the good news is that Gunther or Walter, whatever the hell you want to call him, is on SmackDown. But so is Marcel Bartel. But he's no longer called that because we have dubbed him... Ludwig. And the whole name was Ludwig Kaser, but let's face it, that Kaser is going to get thrown away so quickly. And he is just going to be Ludwig, but this is actually quite exciting because now it means he's one of Bowser's kids. Now, this is absolutely stupid. I get it because what is even the point of NXT? But I'm done worrying about this stuff. I mean, it just stands to reason now. If you do go from Tuesday nights to Monday nights or Friday nights, Vince McMahon will walk along and he'll go into his stupid name book and he will give you one of those. What I do care about is that Gunther absolutely squashed a local talent known as Joe Alonso here. So if you weren't aware of him, now you're gonna be going, oh my goodness, this man is a brute. It also explains why he did lose to Bron Breaker because I'm gonna assume he's done with NXT. Although I swear, WWE has an uphill battle with this because the fans at one point were chanting Walter and poor Pat McAfee had to go, oh, they're chanting Gunther. No, they weren't. What I'm most excited about, though, is eventually we'll probably do Gunther versus Sheamus or Gunther versus Drew McIntyre, and that is just going to be man meat smashing into each other. I'm giving it up. We then continued this theme because Raquel Gonzalez has also been called up, but she's now called Raquel Rodriguez. I can't keep up with this. 
but it's what she did that actually has me worrying more. Because she was just being interviewed when Los Tharios walked up and said, does she want to do the kiss cam? Now, thankfully, Raquel was like, no, I don't want to do your flubbing kiss cam. But why couldn't she have had a squash match? Why couldn't she have ruined somebody? So now I have all of the fear because, again, the very first thing she was involved of was a kiss cam. But as ever, we shall stay patient and wait and see. But yes, somebody pushed my anxious gland. My man Baron Corbin was up next. And as I've said before, and I will say again, you can give him anything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And he will just make it work. It was kind of obvious what was going to happen during this happy talk segment too, but this pleased me. Because for the first time in ages, not only did WWE tease something before WrestleMania, they then continued that at WrestleMania, and now right at the other side of WrestleMania, they took their story gun and they pulled the trigger. I mean, this is kind of the thing we should be doing all the time. And ironically, Happy was here, but he was really sad. Whereas Mad Cat Moss was over the moon, because of course, during the weekend, Mad Cat Moss had won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Oil, whereas Happy Corbin had lost to Drew McIntyre. Corbin rightfully pointed out, Madcap, if you hadn't have jumped onto the apron and distracted me, maybe I would have won when he said, why don't you just do your job and tell me some jokes? So he tried once and he failed. He tried twice and he failed. To the point Happy was like, you have one more attempt. And if you tell me something I don't like... You're fired. Now, personally, given the pressure, I would have gone to my always go-to, which is there's two fish in a tank, and one says to the other, can you drive this? But Madcap Moss basically decided to insult Happy Corbin, even said his dress sense was like he was going to a funeral, and that was that, and they started to fight. Somewhat nicely, too, Madcap actually got the better of this, so I presume we get to WrestleMania Backlash. Moss then gets the victory, and all of a sudden, we can start making a brand new superstar... 
And that is always the point. So this really was so well put together. Although now we are back on UK normal YouTube soil. And I'm going to say I'm still a little bit bitter that somebody did kick out the end of days when we never really built the fact that nobody had ever kicked out the end of days. But we're going to move past this because I've got real problems. We then just had the most bizarre skit because we cut to the back and there was Adam Pearce when Jinder Mahal and Shanky barged in. Jinder was like, listen, you, you listen to me. I want to be the Intercontinental Champion. Thankfully, Adam told him it wasn't that easy and he's going to have to find another way. When Ronda Rousey barged in, this is when Mahal and Shanks were like, ah, screw it, and they left. Once again, I got no idea what's going on here either. His Pierce was like, oh man, I can't do what you want. And Ronda Rousey was like, well, you better sort it tomorrow. So I suppose keep an eye on social media today. I have no idea. All of this did set up Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn, though. And as ever, they came up with a little bit of story. It was a little bit silly in the way that I expected it would be. And of course, they'll have a match at the pay-per-view and it will be far more of a match. I'm giving it up. Because basically, this went three minutes and the entire time, Zayn was absolutely terrified. And he kept running away and eventually McIntyre got his hands on him and he threw him into Barry Barricade and he threw him into Alan the announce table. And when he was going for the Claymore, Sammy decided... I don't really want a big Scottish man to kick me in the face, so I'm just going to leave. And he got counted out. And I totally admit that if anybody else had done this, I probably would have been like, oh man, flavel sticks, I can't believe it. But it's Sami Zayn. You can give him the worst possible stuff. Somehow, he just makes it fun. I'm giving it up. We then had a nice moment with Pat McAfee as he was allowed to embrace everything he had done at WrestleMania. And again, that was some of the highlights for me. When we cut to a kind of video package, with Lacey Evans, who has returned to SmackDown. This was really well done though, because it was essentially her standing there, like I'm standing here now, and she was just allowed to talk. And she told us about the horrendous childhood she had done, including like drug abuse and her parents struggling and basically being homeless. And the whole time I was like, well, I'll definitely support you in a wrestling ring. You've been through it all. So by the end, I think that everybody was ready for her to kick ass. This is a great new portrayal of the Lacey Evans character, even though I did enjoy her heel work too. So I am actually excited for this, which makes me terrified. Because sometimes WWE plant season and go, ha ha, we were only kidding. But let's err on the side of caution and give it up. We then had a big recap about everything that's been going on with the women's tag titles lately, including the fact that on Raw, we're gonna do Sasha and Naomi taking on Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, when it was time for Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan. And I am now so confused when it comes to the brand split. I don't know if Liv Morgan should have been there, or if she's a Raw superstar, or if she's a SmackDown superstar. I am utterly lost. I did think this was a really solid match though, although WWE really just find themselves in a precarious position. Because here in my hand, you have Sasha Banks, one of the best wrestlers in the world. But because we have a very formulaic way when it comes to booking, she took on Liv here and she lost. And the whole point, of course, is to make you go, oh man, maybe on Raw, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley will become the tag team champions. Where actually what's going to happen is that Rhea is going to turn on Liv and will head off in that direction instead. And also, I suppose we protected Sasha a little bit because she went for a superplex. And as she went for the pin, Liv Morgan pinned her instead. So I suppose it was a variation of the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. They're backwards. But like I say, I thought they worked well together. Sasha Banks and Naomi will then win on Raw. So it's 50-50 booking. Meh. Up. Which brought us to the end of the show, which means it was Roman Reigns time. And before I sat down and watched this, a lot of people have been going, oh man, I can't believe it. That was really crap. That was really rubbish. 
And I watched it and I thought, it's okay, it was fine. What do I know? It started as expected with Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns telling us, oh, we're so great, we're so wonderful. Whereas Roman is like, I got nothing else to do. I'm finished, I have smashed everybody. So even though I am the WWE champion, the universal champion, I'm just gonna sit down and play Nintendo. I mean, you just knew that somebody was gonna interrupt at some point, but before we did get there, the head of the table turned to the Usos and said, right, I've been looking at you, which was a little bit creepy, and you've only got two titles, you need to be like me, so why don't we go and unify the tag team championships? And I got up and did a little bit of a dance because I would absolutely love that. And then the tag teams can go to Raw, they can go to SmackDown, they can just float between both. That's a good idea. As soon as he had done that though, Shinsuke Nakamura's music started to play. That counts as an interruption, so that's 62 in WWE and 93 overall. And then it did get a little bit freaky deaky because Roman was like, oh man, I get it. Rick Boogs is out injured. We can totally feel your pain. So why don't you come in and I'll give you a hug. And Shinsuke just accepted this. And I was like, Naka, what are you doing? Have you not been watching the show? Of course, this was just the green light to allow the Usos to hit him with double super kicks. But here's the thing. I presume this means at WrestleMania Backlash, we are going to do Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roman Reigns, and I have wanted that match for ages. Now, the sad part of this is that in no way, in no universe, is Shinsuke Nakamura going to win, but at this juncture, I take what I can get. This is also when Roman started to go, hey, everybody, why don't you watch Raw? And I was laughing my ass off, but I thought this was okay. Could it have been better? Absolutely. And does it feel a little bit like WWE doesn't know which path to take? Yes, but I am still giving it up. And I will admit I've been a little bit too fair when it comes to the counters, but the truth of the matter is that nothing on this SmackDown I could call bad. Like some of it was just okay, but that's all right. As I've already told you, I like to look on the positive side of life, but overall, I am giving the show a down. Of course I'm not, don't be ridiculous. Is getting it up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe, and then do the three things of YouTube. That's not correct at all. Go to whatculture.com where we write about wrestling. Follow us on social media at whatculturewwe or at timemeta316. And we have other videos. You can take your own finger of power and you can click one. Please do. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. My voice is kind of stabilizing, but also not really. You don't care about that. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.